Hey, my name is Zach, and this is the Plaid Jacket Philosopher, the podcast for tradespeople and the blue-collar middle class. I'm hoping to punch a few holes in the stereotypes that surround blue-collar workers and hopefully share a lot of the stories behind how we got into our line of work and the honest joy you can get from working outside of the office space. The plan is to mix in interviews as well as some solo stories from job sites, fatherhood, and personal experiences that led me to where I am today. Some will be funny, some will be personal, but hopefully any and all content here can help broaden what your opinion is of the blue-collar middle class. So today the topic I wanted to touch on, mainly because I'm kind of feeling it right now, is the idea of overworking yourself or, you know, loading your plate up a little bit too much sometimes. Um, I have a tendency to do it uh, a fair bit. Right now it seems to kind of be coming to a crescendo. I've got this test coming up this week for an additional electrical license as well as just a lot of work. It's been really busy. A few side jobs I've had to complete over the past couple of weeks and then juggling family life, time with my wife, you know, the actual meat and potatoes of what really gives your life meaning and trying to balance it with work, which is, you know, it's not as fulfilling all the time, but it's just as important and it kind of, you know, it supports it, uh, puts the roof over my family's head and food in their bellies. So it's, uh, it's a very important part of life and one that we shouldn't overlook. But that being said, it's uh, pretty easy to kind of take on a little bit more than you can necessarily handle. That isn't always a bad thing either. I have a really hard time. I'm really bad at, at being idle, at kind of just sitting still and not trying to push forward. So I, I tend to have, I tend to kind of put myself in those overworked positions a little bit more than I probably should. But at the same time, it's kind of just, it's what has gotten me here is really trying to push ahead and drive through that adversity. So I'm pretty familiar with the feeling that doesn't make it any more comfortable. It it makes for some long weeks, some long months, um, a lot of kind of restless nights and just trying to play catch up for what feels like way too long. Right now, for example, at home, I don't know if any of you guys follow me on Instagram. Well, a few of you do. But anyway, I had I had put a picture up or a series of pictures a few weeks ago when I had to fish a toy out of my kid's toilet that uh, I'm assuming my two-year-old flushed down there. Anyway, caused a backup, uh, wouldn't flush, kept overflowing. So I pulled the toilet, changed out the wax ring, fished all that crap out of there as there were some uh, literal crap pictures on my Instagram. But anyway, if you want to go back and look at it, feel free to, but <laughs> I wouldn't recommend doing it at lunch. And anyway, I've got to do that again now. So that's kind of one other thing that's sitting on my plate of jobs to do that you know, isn't part of my work life, isn't part of my relaxation time with my family, but it's just another task that I got to get done at home. You know, these little things are adding up right now. So I'm definitely feeling feeling that stress. I I may not actually have a podcast episode next week. It's not doesn't really have to do with this. It's because I've got that test. So there's going to be I've got to try to cram a lot of studying in because I haven't done any of it for the past month. And that test is coming up quick. But anyway, that's just kind of a layout of some of the things that are causing this overwork right now. Again, it's not always it's not always just at work. Like sometimes you can kind of get loaded up with a lot of tasks to do. But as long as you've got that balance at home and kind of in your free time, your spare time, then it, it doesn't really feel so bad. Right now, the reason why it's kind of it's piling up, it's it's stressing me out a little bit is just because it all seems to kind of be piling on and coming together at once. And again, like this podcast, it doesn't feel like a chore, but there is still a lot of time that gets dedicated to it. And so it's kind of, um, 
it's just trying to fit everything in now. And this is kind of a new new venture that I'm going into, but I, I want to keep it as steady and as consistent as possible. So I'm not trying to sag on this at all. So anyway, just another thing that's kind of tossed onto the plate. So that's why I'm saying next week there might not be one because I might have to prioritize studying. But anyway, so getting into kind of the meat and potatoes of this, everybody's experienced overwork. Uh, right now, maybe not as much just because of everything that's going on with the pandemic. I know that work in a lot of fields is a little bit dried up, but as far as trades right now in the lower mainland, it's crazy. Like there's honestly, it feels like labor shortages. Like we can't keep up with it. We're trying to hire in the middle of this, but it's, it's tough to find anybody out there because everybody else is working in the trade sector as well. So we're just going to take it as it comes and do our best to handle the workload. And it's, you know, I'm I'm not complaining because I know the flip side to this coin is not working and being stuck at home. So I'm not complaining. I'm happy with it. But there are stresses that go along with that. And so now as is kind of custom for every episode, it feels lately. Let me know if you don't like the idea of quotes either. I just find, I don't know, I like to hear from different thinkers and just different ideas on the topics that we cover on here. So this one is from Joseph Piper, who's a German philosopher. Uh, he says, leisure is only possible when we are at one with ourselves. We tend to overwork as a means of self-escape, as a way of trying to justify our existence. And that one honestly hits home uh, a fair bit for me because I have it, again, like I said, I have a tendency to overwork. And as far as a means of self-escape, I don't think that part is applicable to me. I I really enjoy my at-home life, my family life. I, I'm not trying to escape that by any means. Back in the day, I mean, honestly, like when I was working in the oil field and working in mining, I had a pretty boring and mundane home life. So I actually did find, as difficult as it was going out of town, I, I really appreciated my coworkers and my friends up there. And I did find it, you know, I, I did kind of find it as almost an escape sometimes. Uh, it wasn't exactly real life. I didn't have much in the way of responsibilities while I was up there. I just had to focus on one thing, that's work, and that was it. And it uh, it made time go by pretty quickly. And I actually, I really enjoyed it up there for the most part. Again, it wasn't all, you know, rainbows and butterflies. But so anyway, but the other part of this is as a way of trying to justify justify our existence. And that one... That one does hit home for me, and it's something that I probably have to uh, taper back a little bit sometimes, I think. Um, I do find I was raised with kind of a pretty strong work ethic instilled by both my parents, but especially watching my dad when I was working with him growing up. It's just that, uh, you know, I really tended, I tend to put a lot of kind of onus and focus just on my output at work and my output for my family what I can provide for them that that does tend to kind of bring some validity to my self-worth sometimes which I don't think is healthy in, in no way am I saying that that's the way to go but I I found that you know that part of the quote really hit home for me and it's something that I I try to work on I'm always trying to work on and again at least now I I don't feel that the same way to the same extent because I do have a good support system and I do have a good family system at home. It's nice to be able to balance that work and home life now for a change. And so for you guys out there, I mean, again, I didn't have the the best um, track record with this trying to balance life and then my work, my career, you know what I mean? So, but when I, when you're single, I mean, I think 
one thing that I look back on that I almost regret a little bit is not having as many experiences. You know what I mean? Like I could have traveled a lot more. I did a few trips, you know, to the States. And then I took uh, five weeks in Australia when I was younger with my best friend. But when I look back on it, I would have liked to have traveled a little bit more and really enjoyed the fruits of my labor as opposed to just being kind of focused on my career. Not that, you know, I, I, I can't regret a ton because I look where I am now and I don't think that I would be here if I had changed course or done things differently. So I'm not I'm not really regretting it, but it's something that I would encourage you if you're younger and if you're capable of, you know, affording to take a trip here or there or really taking a bit of a, a breath away from work, then do it because I think later on in life, you're really going to appreciate it. I know at least, you know, I think I would have now, and I really do appreciate the trips that I did take. Again, going to Australia for five weeks was incredible. A few of the trips that I had done, just kind of weekend trips down to the States for hockey games was awesome. But looking back, I wish I had done a little bit more. I think it would have given me a little bit wider worldview or broadened my experiences a little bit. Now this next quote, maybe it's just looking for confirmation bias or some kind of support for the way that I've gone through my life. But this next one is from Thomas Edison, you know, kind of well known in the electrical world. And if you're familiar with the light bulb, um, but the perils of overwork are slight compared with the dangers of inactivity. That's from Thomas A. Edison. And that to me is, you know, that's, that's, I had heard that quote when I was younger, uh, going through electrical school, I had read that quote, and it was something that I think really stuck with me again, almost to a, a detrimental level in some aspects of my life but at the same time nowadays it's tough like the the level of competition in the workplace is so so freaking high that i think i think this is something to keep in mind that even when you are feeling a little bit stressed out and you're feeling a little bit burnt out a little bit overworked keep in mind that that is also a bit of a blessing and that's something that i need to keep in mind now especially with through this pandemic and through the fact that a lot of people are out of work, searching for work, or just, you know, they're working temporary jobs, whatever they can get their hands on right now to feed their families, keep a roof over their head. And so it's something that I do like to try to keep in mind, even when I am feeling that stress, even when I am, you know, feeling like I'm kind of on that last thread of sanity, I still try to keep in mind that this can be viewed as a blessing. This can be viewed as a really good thing that you're still working. It means your skills are in demand. It means that, you know, you're you're needed at work and whatever you're doing is bringing value to people. And I'll just share one little job that, you know, really reminded me of this this week, actually, because again, doing electrical, some of it can seem really monotonous, really repetitive and boring. If I'm wiring in new construction or even a renovation where it's wide open framing and, you know, you're pulling wire, it's pretty easy A to B and you're kind of just doing the same thing over and over again going through the motions it's that kind of stuff can get repetitive and it, a lot of the times it's hard to find um, really a driving force like a, a why to be at the job but that wasn't the case this uh, I guess it would have been six days ago now I was doing a job and the customer she had lost power uh, lighting in two different circuits in her home so you know, you may not be familiar hearing that, but it was lights basically in the living room, the kitchen, the dining room, and then a bunch of receptacles throughout the main areas on the main floor of the house. So power was out, the power to the modem was out, so there was no internet, uh, no TV. Again, the dishwasher was tied into these circuits, which by Canadian code, 
shouldn't really be done. But anyway, so they had no dishwasher, no lights, no plugs, no internet, nothing. And they had gone through the weekend this way. So it was Monday morning that I was there to fix this this job. And I get it done. It's a little bit more involved of a troubleshoot than than is t- standard. Like usually if we get a power outage call, it's done. If it's one circuit or two circuits in the house, it's done within 45 minutes from when we're on site. This one was a little bit more involved. It was kind of a, a half-assed reno and this wire got buried in a wall and it happened to... I don't know, get wet or something. It touched something and it caused a dead short in the line. So I had to isolate the feeder of that line and then trace it out, cut it out, clean it up and terminate it properly. Anyway, so I was there for about two and a half hours. Took me two and a half hours, but then when I left, all the power was back up and running. There were no more issues and everything was solved. And the customer was ecstatic. Like she had, you know, she gave me a good tip, wrote up a good review, and was just so thankful for the work. And that's the kind of stuff that, again, like electrical, when you think of it, or trades in general, you don't think of it as being a job that people really are appreciative of, or one that, you know, can really be of service to people. It's more of, you're just thought of, well, you're, you know, you're building stuff, you're just a dirty tradesperson, but people can really value and appreciate the work that we put in. And it's the same for, you know, plumbers, like, right now with my toilet again because my kids plugged it again if I wanted to or you know could get a plumber in here I would really appreciate it. I mean I like doing that kind of stuff with my own two hands it's again it kind of adds to my plate of different jobs to do around the house but I, I enjoy doing that kind of stuff I like taking things apart fixing them and putting them back together it really you know gives me a sense of purpose and I just I feel accomplished doing that but anyway so trades can be an incredible service to people. You can really, you know, brighten their day, pardon the pun, or, you know, just just help them with something that they have no expertise in. Sorry, I got a little bit sidetracked there. But what I was getting at was basically at the beginning of this week, again, I was feeling pretty burnt out, didn't really feel like going to work. And that kind of a job just really it reinvigorated me this week. It kind of gave me a bit of a purpose again we haven't been doing or I haven't personally been doing a lot of service calls lately I've been taking care of and finishing a bunch of these renos or new builds that we've done so again it's not the most fulfilling work to be honest when you're kind of just wrapping up the finishing touches a lot of it's very repetitive but to be able to get to go out and do this service call and just get people's lights back on their power restored it's a great feeling and it's again it's something like that that really just kind of reinvigorates my passion when it comes to work. And, you know, you guys can have that in whatever line of work you're doing. Like I know I reworked my mortgage recently and, you know, it was just, it's such a load off my shoulders and that was taken care of by the broker. Like I was able to shop for rates, get a good deal on it, lower my monthly bills basically, and just kind of shrink that nut that I have to cover at the end of every month. And it's just, it's a, it's a weight off my shoulders. It's something that they can do. You know, I was very appreciative and I, I try to let people know that I try to, you know, be grateful and acknowledge services like that. Even if, you know, it's quote unquote, just their job. Like it's nice to, it's nice to be appreciated like that. Like a lot of people will say that about trades, you know, ah, it's just a job. It's whatever it puts food on the table. But there, there are times where trades can be incredibly fulfilling when you're really, you're helping people out and you can see it in their eyes and they just, they're very appreciative. They'll tell you, they give you tips, whatever, whatever else it may be. I mean, it's, 
it's all so appreciated and I just like to try to pass that along whenever I can but whatever job you're in if you're providing any kind of a service to anybody be that in food industry in you know if you're at a gas station at whatever like you're you know the hello hi how are you you know the thank you whatever that 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 can go a long way in cheering somebody up in a day or just just brightening that experience that 30 seconds to two minutes that you're dealing with somebody that can go a long way that can set the tone for their whole day if you're you know working at a coffee shop and that's the first stop somebody's making on their day and you're bright and pleasant and friendly like that may set the tone for their whole day like for me again this week I was coming into it pretty dreary pretty tired feeling pretty overworked and then that first call of the week really set the tone for all four days following it sorry again ran off on a tangent but back to this Thomas Edison quote uh, the perils of overwork are slight compared with the dangers of inactivity um, that's a really good one. I mean, even, okay, so now we're related into parenting. For example, one thing that my dad had always told us, and I think it's, it's you know, it's a pretty, pretty well-known idea, is that, you know, you get your kids into sports, you get them into some kind of activity, something that they enjoy after school to try to keep them out of trouble, to keep them, to make sure that their hands don't get idle and they don't get into some kind of trouble. And that was something that I'm incredibly appreciative of him for I I got into you know ball hockey roller hockey a lot when we were younger I played a lot of soccer for many years and it just kind of gave me something to focus on to strive for I I saw some of my friends who you know they didn't have those extracurricular activities and I was lucky enough to kind of be placed where or to be in a place where my parents could afford to put me into those things right I'm not saying that's the path for everybody all the time and it's you know we all get different runs at life but I was in that situation and I really found it helpful and it's something that now I'm trying to employ with my kids we're we're kind of playing around with different things my oldest we had him in soccer for a couple years wasn't really his jam so he's now in acoustic guitar lessons actually got him a guitar for Christmas and he's loving it so we're completely supportive of that if that's what he likes to do that's what's his passion we've got him in after school classes and he's just you know he's starting to learn he's taking a beginner's class but he's absolutely loving it it's something to give him drive and to to kind of you know make sure he doesn't get bored and doesn't fall in with the wrong crowd or anything so again like with just about anything there's trying to strike a balance in between it's not working yourself to the bone but at the same time I would much rather be busy and slightly overworked than be kind of still complacent and sitting idle I'd rather be moving forward and that's something that again it's kind of been instilled in me in a young age it's something that I, I'm trying to kind of push into and just mentor my kids with that kind of a mindset again everything's getting more competitive I mean if you can give them the work ethic to really push forward through adversity that's only going to benefit them in the long run in whatever field they they decide to go down so now we'll look at it kind of in a relationship we all know how this is and again if you're overworking yourself at work it's gonna have a negative impact on your home life i've experienced this i'm again i fall pretty susceptible to this kind of thing if i work too hard with my day job with the podcast with everything else then my family life does suffer and i need to take a step back i need to refocus my energy back on my family because Again, I have a tendency to slip into that, and it's something that I'm constantly working on. And I, again, I'm nowhere near a master of that, but it's something that I'm, I'm mindful of and I'm trying to get better at every day. And, you know, this same, 
the same idea can go into your relationships. Like you cannot get complacent in your relationships either. You need to be putting in work there. You need to try to be progressing the relationship or, you know, never lose that connection with your wife. Like, again, we have four kids. And so we've had a toddler or a newborn for what feels like pretty much five years. We've had a toddler or a newborn. So it's been tough to get dates in, but we just had a date again this last weekend. It was great. And we're trying to do that more and more. It's something that we realized we need to kind of focus more on. We just, it's tough with all the kids. You kind of lose that, that kind of new relationship feel or that little bit of excitement. It's nice to kind of inject it with dates, keeping it, keeping it lively. And so we're trying to do that. So, but that, that takes effort. That's, that's a cognitive effort. And that's literally going out and doing something together. It's, it's, it's work. I mean, really, it can feel like work setting that up, making sure you set aside time, setting up babysitters, everything else. But that's work that you need to put in. So don't get complacent in relationships, as well as keep in mind that if you're working too much at work, then your family life is going to suffer. So it's, it's all about a balance. But keep that work ethic in play for your relationships as well. And now with kids or apprentices, I kind of skimmed over this with kids, so I'm not really going to touch on it there. But when it comes to apprentices... You know, I try to I try to keep in mind and I try to tell them that, you know, like this is work. Just keep work stuff at work. Don't take it home with you. Like don't dwell on it because that's not healthy for anybody. I really try to make that disconnect at the end of my day on my drive home. You know, what happened at work stays at work. You know, I come home. I'm focused on my family. I'm not going to carry whatever kind of whatever anchors are still on me from work if something was bothering me that day or if I know that I have a heavy day coming up the next day I try not to take that home with me I just I really set clear boundaries between my work hours and my home life and so I try to instill that in our apprentices as well but at the same time when you're at work you know I would lean on the side of overworking kind of doing whatever you can picking up any slack that you see on site it's going to get you promoted so much faster. It's going to get noticed by every superior on site. Trust me, just do it. Just put in that extra little mile at the end of every day or throughout the day. Just, you know, pick up stuff around site or organize things, whatever it may be. Give a hand where people need it. Just do whatever you can and it will get noticed, I promise, even if it's not at the beginning. And again, if the if the company that you're working for doesn't notice that kind of stuff and they aren't rewarding you for it, keep working, but start building up your resume. Start getting those out there and try to find something else because if you aren't being recognized for that, that extra effort or that added work that you're putting in at site, then find somebody who will recognize that and will reward you for it because you should be and find a company that will reward you appropriately. You know, for your own personal career or your own personal job, it's pretty self-explanatory. It's it's really trying to strike that balance. Again, I have a tendency to fall into overworking more than I should and probably more than is good for me. But at the same time, I wouldn't trade that out for being complacent and kind of just staying still and stagnant in, in the workforce. To me, I like to try to drive forward. I like to try to maximize my time on site with the highest earnings that I can for my family so that I'm essentially not out of the house for as long. Like when I was, you know, making less money, I just ended up working longer hours because I had to, I had to cover again, my, my nut, I had to cover the costs for the month, whatever that may be. So 
It just meant working longer hours in that case. Now I'm making more per hour. It doesn't translate to a whole ton more on the year because now I just honestly tend to take more time off. I don't work as long a days. I like to be at home and that's kind of how I've worked my work schedule. So yes, I'm making more per hour, but I'm I'm trying to spend a little bit less time at work and more time with my family. And that for me anyway is the is the best way to kind of balance that out. Uh, it still requires a lot of drive while I'm at at work, but at the same time, it allows me more time with my family and more more freedom that way. So keep that in mind when you're going moving forward in your career. Do whatever you can to get ahead, but at the same time, don't let your personal life fall by the wayside. All right, everyone, that'll be it for today. I hope you guys found some value in this week's episode. If you did and are interested in more content like this, please rate, comment, subscribe, and recommend the podcast to a friend. I really appreciate all the feedback you guys have given me to this point and look forward to hearing from you again. As always, the podcast page is The Plaid Jacket Philosopher on Facebook, at Jacket Plaid on Twitter, and at Plaid Jacket Philosopher on Instagram. That concludes this week's episode. Thank you so much for the continued support and especially to those of you who reach out weekly with comments on each episode. Have a great week and I'll talk to you all again soon.